Our topic today is experiencing a paradigm shift. Experiencing a paradigm shift as a Christian. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We acknowledge your presence in our midst and thank you for your Holy Spirit. As you minister to us, Lord, let all the glory and honor return unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. A story is given of a man who got into a subway in New York. This man found the rest of the people in the subway seated comfortably, some reading their papers, newspapers, others were reading their books, others were relaxed, and then in a few minutes or so, a family entered, I want to call it a family. An old man with his children. And before they realized, the children were running up and down, making noise, others getting the papers from those who were reading, and everything was chaotic. This man called Stephen Covey looks at the parent of these children and is wondering, can this man bring these children to order? What is he doing about this situation? Then his patience ran out. He asked this man, what is wrong with these children? Why are they so rough? We are told a parent just looked at the man, Stephen Covey, and told him, sorry, we are just from the hospital and their mother has just died. What happens to Stephen Covey? Everything changed. The attitude he had about the children changed. And he asked, Oh, you mean your wife died today? Yes. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't know. What got into the mind of this man called Stephen Covey is one, that there is another lens you can use to look at something. There is another way, and that's why we say our sermon is talking about a paradigm shift, experiencing a paradigm shift. What is a paradigm 
is a model, is a pattern. And when you have this pattern, what happens to you? Then your assumptions change. Your interpretation of information changes. Your way of looking at things changes too. And I will give you an example. There are several in the Bible. But let me bring to your attention one man known as Nicodemus. This man known as Nicodemus, we know him. He's called a night Christian. When you want to see our senior pastor after seven, you say, kindly, when things are cool, when the hazards of the day are done, when the struggles of the day are finished, are complete, Nicodemus rose and went to look for Jesus. What was the problem? There was something he was not satisfied with, with regard to the religion that existed. He felt that it was not answering to the questions he had, and he needed a paradigm shift. Amen. He needed a paradigm shift. So he goes to Jesus at night. And then the lecture goes on. Then he's told, my friend, number one thing that you should do is to be born again. For you to change your assumptions, for you to change the way you look at things, for you to change your lenses, to us in AIC Milimani, we are saying, get to a month of prayer. It will change your lenses. It will change the way you treat your family. It will change the way you treat your workers. It will give you a different kind of perception. And your past experiences about people will be done. Nicodemus was not comfortable. And when you are not comfortable about a situation, the best thing to do is to have a paradigm shift. Amen. I know of another man. And this one is even more serious. He's called Peter. Peter, in Matthew 14, has an experience of its kind. This man is in a boat together with the disciples. And there is a storm. The boat is shaking. And there's a struggle. But one thing Peter knew is that he was safer in the boat than outside the boat. He was familiar with the boat. He had trained himself to use the boat. He was comfortable with the boat. Whatever is happening outside there, I don't care. But I am comfortable in the boat. What happened to him? He found himself getting a paradigm shift. How does it happen to him? 
and everything went wrong. It was not working for him. Then he looks ahead of him and he sees the man. Then he tells this man, if it is you, Jesus, then command me to come. Hello? This is somebody they have been together for a long time. He is familiar with this man. But when it comes to a circumstance and a situation, he says, if it is you, Jesus, command me to come. What is happening in the mind of Peter? Look at the boat as a place of ideas. It is limited. It limits you from the outside world. Then he asks Jesus that let me come out of the boat into the ocean. The opportunities you have might be small. They might be limited. They might be familiar with you. But what do you need? You need to get into the ocean of opportunities. Am I talking to somebody? Hallelujah. Hey, we are going Pentecostal. Evangelist Kirwa is here. Yes. And he calls this man. What happens? He makes the first step. You know, for you to get a paradigm shift, there must be a choice and there must be a decision. Hello? In your life, there must be a choice and a decision. He said, I will no longer remain in this boat. Enough is enough with this boat. Allow me to get into the ocean. There might be better things out there. But for you guys, remain there. A paradigm shift. At times, it can be chaotic. It's not smooth. Don't think that it is easy to tell the AIC congregants to pray and fast. Yes, he had to. There is something that you want. Just tell us what you want. The issues of prayer are in, they belong to others. Why? Because you are still in a boat. You are still in a boat of imaginations. It can't happen with my family. It only belongs to the family of so and so. It can't happen in this company. That is your boat. You need to get out of the boat and have a paradigm shift. Hallelujah. Hey, pigia bwana makofi. Paradigm shift. Now let's get into the text that we read. This is what, I know there are theologians here, but I'll still surprise you. Jesus gathers the disciples for a Passover. What is a Passover? It's a past experience. A past experience about what? About the Jewish ancestors. 
and the way they were delivered out of the hands of Pharaoh. And so they have been doing this over and over, over and over. And today, he decides it is time for these people to have a shift. They have been seeing this man every day. They know that he has a mission. But they don't know about the other side of this man. So he takes the bread. That is normal. Just like Peter, being in the boat is normal. It's familiar. Taking bread, that's a familiar issue. Breaking the bread is a familiar issue. Hello? How many pray for food in a supper? Like my place. Who prays for it? Hmm? And be uh, reverse aid. <laughs> Don't get into sin. Eh? <laughs> Mostly, the prayer is offered by the youngest child. Sindio, if it is my place, Kigen, can you pray? Do you know why? We want to eat. This is only a ritual. Let it go, we start. We want this. So what do you say? Kigen, pray. And Kigen is there. Baba, katika jina la Yesu. Asante kwa ajili ya ugali. Na hata imboga uibariki. Tunapokula, amen. What happens? All of you turn mikono inatafuta nini? Uma. The next one ni kijiko. The first few minutes after prayers ni tingly, tingly, tingly. Because people are looking for they want to start eating. They have nothing to do with the prayer that was offered. They have nothing. It does not touch them. No, it's only a ritual. They're doing it. Hello. And so for Jesus, breaking bread is no more. They have done it ever since they came from Israel. I mean, Egypt. But something else happens. takes the bread and he says take it this is uh -uh. that's new that is new they've never heard of that what are you saying eat Take it. This is my body. Where we sasa? You have turned. Ukakua easy cracks. Mkua imkate. I. No. No, 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 no. Something is not right. There is something that is not right. And he says, he tells them, this is what is he doing to these people? First of all, he's telling them, the person you are seeing here, this 
man you are seeing here, who you, has another side. The man you are seeing today has another side. The church you are seeing today has another face. The prayerful woman you are seeing today has another face. The family you think that is destined for destruction has another face. Say amen. I also have another face. The man you are seeing here is not this man. Wait until God calls me and commands me to get out of the boat. Hello? Jesus is telling them that they need to get deeper. They need to change. They need a paradigm shift to realize that he is not an ordinary person. My friends, what I'll ask of us today is this. That you have another opportunity. As a church, we have another opportunity to rise above the situations we are in. As a family, we have another opportunity to rise above. There is a shift that is coming. You know, most of us are still in our past experiences. Our pain, our bitterness, our last years, whatever you say last year about me, is still there. And we have an example in the Bible. You know of this man called Adam? You know Adam? You know Adam, eh? Yes, you know him. What happened to Adam? In the cool, in the afternoon, the voice of God comes down to the Garden of Eden. And he calls Adam, Adam, where are you? What is the response from Adam? Number one, I heard you. Number two, I was afraid. Number three, I hid myself. Why? Because I am Naked. Jesus, I mean God, the voice of God asks him, Who told you? So the first question is, Where are you? And then you come out with your complaints, you come out with your realities, the past experiences. Then God is asking you this morning, who told you? You think you are the worst? Who told you? You think you are the less disadvantaged? The question is, who told you? You think you are, you are the last person to see? You are being asked, who you have the worst family in the world? Who told you? You have a bad child? Who told you? 
You have a mama that makes noise. Who told you? Hallelujah. May God bless you. May God bless you. You are here with me. And you realize that you need a paradigm shift. I'm asking us. Just surrender unto the Lord. Take a step of faith. And surrender unto the Lord. You need a paradigm shift in your prayer life. You need a paradigm shift in the way you do things. You need it. You are here with me. And you want us to pray together. Kindly. Can we all be standing? I know we don't do it. But it's a paradigm shift. We are not used to it. But a paradigm shift. And as we do that, I will ask our senior pastor to come close to me here as we do the paradigm shift. <laughs>